This podcast has been brought to you by Dimples and Diamonds Women's Empowerment Community. Visit www.dimplesindiamonds.org to join the movement. Trying to be the coffee on the court of the game. I want to hear all the fans scream my name. Yeah, I'm poor. Do it again. Hard in the paint. Coach put me in. Took a lot of L's, a lot of L's in the past. Hey, man, I can't fail. I got to make it all last. Time, time to tick, 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 tick. Getting the money and get it quick, quick, quick. It's falling down and really what it seems. Feel like I am on the run. I gotta chase my dreams. You have now popped open the top to the jewelry box. I am Kay the jeweler. And I am Mrs. ASS. And welcome to the finale of the Boss Up series. Y'all, this has been awesome. This has been awesome. Let me drop some applause. Yes, yes. Yes, this is a, this has been awesome. Um, this was, you know, we were going to just do the initial three in the series, and because it's it's been so awesome, I think I want to do. I'm, I'm gonna I want to interview some more boss ladies. What do you think about that, Ashley? Run it back, run it back, run it back, okay. run it back. I'm run ready. Back. I, I'm so pumped. Oh. You see, I'm pumped, right? I'm ready to get I, some I see. jewels that I guess is gonna drop. I'm just excited because. I'm, it's 2020, and it's time to boss up. If you haven't bossed That's up already, it. I know January seemed like it was like 13 years long, but we in February now, and it's time to get this show on the road, honey. That's it. January was the warm-up. I'm, I'm going to give it to them. January was the warm-up. We, You know, there was a lot going on out here in these streets, but, you Ooh. know, February is time to hit Nate. that thing hard. It's time to hit it. Yes. So... Um, for for those who are just tuning in um, for the finale episode, and shame, shame, shame on you. But anyway, we did a poll in our private Facebook group, um, wanted to know how many entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs we have within the group. And, um, yeah, the response was off the chain. So um, if you know me, if you know anything about me, my motto is uh, you got to give the people what they want. So we put our heads together and came up with this boss series to <laughs> give the people what they wanted. So we are kicking off 2020 with our own boss up series featuring uh, three boss women who are killing it in their respective gift zones. So last but not least in the series, um, we have Tay Watts a psychiatric social worker turned full-time entrepreneur after unexpected job loss. She decided to trust her ability to create the life of her dreams, so she put her dream career on hold while she went all in and grew Posh Candle Co., a brand she created while attending graduate school to a six-figure candle business from her one-bedroom apartment. Her motivational boss lady candles were the first to hit the market and the Senate soy candles were a hit, thanks in part to the featured messages inspiring women to be their authentic selves through catchy phrases and statements that encourage a positive mindset and promote self-love. With notable features in BuzzFeed, Revolt, Voyage LA, and Exo Nicole, and brand collaborations with Facebook, Spotify, 
HBO, and the American Cancer Society, Tosh Candle Co. is fulfilling its mission of helping the women to stay lit. Y'all give a warm welcome to the Jury Box Boss Up Series, Miss Tay Watts. Hello, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Yay. Thank you, ladies, so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, Welcome. we are yes. excited to have you. Welcome. Just as excited. Did we? Did Kay leave anything off of your resounding resume? Like, that was inspiring, to say the least. That was but the short to make version sure of it. it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was a short version it of it, and um, it's it's been so much going on within the past um, three years of being in business. But um, how I got started, like I my the first candle I ever made was sometime in 2014. Um, I was always burning candles, so I thought it would be fun to make some for myself, but it wouldn't come up as a business idea until many years later. Um, but during this time, um, I had just finished my bachelor's, and I was a child social worker with um, a list of failed business ideas. Now, um, thinking back, the first business I launched was probably in two, it was 2008, and it was a jewelry and accessories um, business. And um, I kept talking about wanting to start a business, and finally someone said, well, do it. So I did, and um, I began purchasing jewelry wholesale and reselling it. Well, the problem was I only had one sale, and that was one sale in one year. So I shut that down, and I couldn't even get rid of the inventory I had on hand. So eventually um, I dropped it off to donate just to be done with it and would go on to launch like other businesses like in Bath and Body or I did like a hair and body butter business and I saw things getting a little better but I wasn't satisfied. I kept revamping so much to the point where I lost my way and it just became frustrating. So we're still not to the candle thing yet, but by now I'm in graduate school and I'm working full time. So I put I put my my failed um I put my failed business on like a back burner while I figure out how I would move forward or not. Um, now, now at this point, I'm having a difficult work life on top of grad school and being a fairly new mom. Um, my oldest, he had just turned two years old, <clears throat> and the little time that I was getting with him was being soaked up um, because I was finding myself working weekends, monitoring visitations with parents who were trying to get their kids back. But for me, the last straw was when I approached my last year of grad school um, something that my employer was aware of, they refused to work with me um, on a better schedule to to allow me time to complete my internship for my final year. Mind you, they had nothing but, you know, great things to say about me, but were telling me to put off grad school for three years. Now, can you imagine that, being in your last yeah. year of grad school and your employer is like, um, well, we can't accommodate you. Take three years off and then we'll think about it then. So. I said no. I basically said no, and I resigned. And so I'm thinking, I have a year left of school. You know, why would I drop out and wait three years? Y'all don't even know me like that. Boom, I'm gone. 
boom, now I'm pregnant with my second son. And I'm like, what the hell, girl? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm not getting rid of my baby. I'm not going back to work because I'm not dropping out of grad school, but I need a source of income. Anyway, so now I'm very much pregnant now, sitting in a conference, and I'm listening to someone say, your passions are right under your nose, but people don't see them because it's the things that they do naturally, things that they do for fun without getting paid for it. So at this point, the hair and body business is still on ice. I'm getting through grad school. I'm completing my internship and basically living off my student loans. Also during this time, I'm paying attention to the things that I'm naturally drawn to. So now it's about six months later after I resigned. I go to Target two days in a row. You know the times you go to Target and we're just getting a bunch of stuff we don't even need anyway, right? So anyway, (laughs) day one, day one I leave with a candle and I burnt it. I didn't smell anything. I go back the second day and I left with a business idea. This time while I was looking at the candles and smelling the same smells, and with the exception of um, the difference in jars that you see typically in the store shelves, many of them just said the same stuff. And I couldn't find anything that really made me feel compelled to purchase, and that's when the light bulb went off. So that day I went home and created my first scent, and it was called Boss Lady. Um, I created it as a tribute to women being the boss of their lives. In December 2016, I launched Four Cents, and now three years later, I've built something that has surpassed my expectations. Um, I basically took something that was a grad school side hustle and just made it great. Hmm. And that it is. And that it is. And that it is, period. Right. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Wow. Period. We need some more applause because that was... Listen, let me hit that. Let me hit it. Hit that, please. My hit goodness. It. Hey. You got me so. looking in my cabinet around my house to see what <laughs> I like playing with because I'm missing out. Um, but this is the part where yeah. it actually gets juicy because um, I got uh-huh. more. It's, it's more juiciness. It gets worse, you know? <laughs> So I graduate. I graduate from from USC, I'm the, one of the top schools in social work. I, I graduate. I'm concentrating on mental health. I land my dream job. But you know, sometimes that dream job is not wrapped up all pretty. So I found myself with a long commute, um, a heavy caseload. So I'm doing a commute, and then I'm growing Posh Candle Co. And if you know anything about mental fitness, being in a being in a mental health profession, you have to be. You have to be mentally fit. Growing a business, you need to be mentally fit. And I was miserable. The commute was killing me. And just the the energy it takes to keep up with a full-time job and growing a business, it started to take its toll on me, right? So Mm -hmm. um, at some point, I was just exhausted and I started, you know, sort of like removing things out of my life that was no longer serving me. I'm talking about like decluttering, unsubscribing from this, maybe this person. We're not mm-hmm. friends anymore. You you get out of the way. Just getting bad energy and stuff out of my way. It just became a daily thing mm-hmm. to say, uh, something has to go. So I go into work one day, 
and my supervisor randomly comes into my office and she tells me that my position was borrowed from another clinic. So that next week would be my last. So I'm, I'm wow. looking at her. It's taking me a, a, a minute to like for it to register. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking of, you know, I have a job. I'm like, well, I'll go to that clinic then. And they're like, no, right. You're, you're done here. So, girl, right, I cried for, like, two days because, of course, that, that wasn't part of the plan. I just got out of grad school, um, and then I had to pull my kids out of out of child care. <clears throat> At this point, I'm like, well, I need any uh, any amount of money I can I can get to, you know, help me with this next chapter. So pulled my kids out of, ch- out of child care, and within basically a week, I'm a full-time uh, business owner and, and full-time stay-at-home mom. So, um but there's one thing that that I that I remembered during this time um, that I was I was having trouble adjusting to the fact that this is my passion, this is my dream career, and it just got like pulled from under me. Um, I remember I always said I'm too much of a boss for this shit. I would always say that. Mm-hmm. I don't care what job mm-hmm. I work for. I would always say something like that. Um, because deep down, I did not like working for other people. Deep down, I knew that. Mind you, I would show up, and I would do a great job. Um, but nothing in me liked the routine of, like, clocking in the work, or you get a 30-minute lunch break, or, you know, asking for time mm-hmm. off, and you can't have this day off, you know, or you, you took, right. like, you're, you're five minutes late to work, or, you mm-hmm. know, you, you clocked in at this minutes. time. You didn't clock in at, you know, so <clears throat> I never liked that routine, so. In that moment, when I remembered that, I stopped feeling sorry for myself. I did. I laughed. I started laughing, and I felt like this deep sense of power. And I just said, "All right, then, let's go. Challenge accepted." And by force, you know, even though I was I was thrown into full time, you know, business ownership by force, um, I was ready. And I had my kids with me, and I was like, "Look, look we're gonna do this. We're gonna make a way." So 2019 was my first. Um, 2019 was my first year full time, and that's where I pushed it to six figures from my from my one bedroom apartment by October. Mm. Come on, six figures, please. Six. Come on, six me. from the cabinet. Come from, on, from, from <laughs> make, making candles because you like to. <laughs> like if that don't inspire you to boss up, I'm too much of a boss for this stuff. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though. When I when I Listen, think about passion my... and I think about people, when I think about people, like, um, it, it's not that it's not that because I liked candles, I decided to make a business out of it because I already had I already had like so many years of like dipping in and out of different hobbies, you know. Um, when I think about what really, what I really had the passion for was being creative. Cause I think that like, I'm always, I'm always creating something. I'm always painting or I can, I can draw, I can, um, I like to sing. And so there's, there's different, there's different ways that I show my creativity. So my passion was being creative and I was deeply passionate about just having a, 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 having freedom. Mm-hmm. 
when yeah. I looked at the common things, like different things that I was doing, um, all of my businesses were like creative. Um, for for a short time, I was even like an event photographer. I loved doing that, but I didn't like getting paid for it. So okay. I, I I'm okay with like I'm okay with going up in the mountain and taking pictures of like animals and stuff, but I don't like dealing with people. So. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so when I think of that, like, you know, think of different things that I've done. It wasn't even that that I had that skill that made me, you know, it it wasn't that. It wasn't that I knew how to make a candle. And I'm like, since I know how to make it, I'm going to make a business out of it. It was, I saw an opportunity. I saw that Target didn't have something that I liked. And maybe other people are looking for something else too. So Specifically, you know, I wanted to make candles that would help other women, you know, embrace their individuality and to serve as the perfect reminder to practice more self-care and, you know, also while sparking amazing things like motivation, creativity, and laughter. Um, I thought about, like, the way that I use candles. I always lit candles to help me get through study sessions in grad school or, like, the moments I can get away from my kids. I, I would light candles and, you know, soak in a hot bathtub. We all do that. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, just pressing through the long nights of, like, building my business, I was, I always had, like, candles lit nearby, so there was just something for me about, like, seeing the flame flicker, you know, that created, um, that perfect dose of calmness and, like, a sense of well-being, but also, like, okay, light that fire up under your butt and, like, go after what you want, um, mm-hmm. it was that that helped me, like, create something that was, that was more than, I have a skill to make it. Let me create a business. It was actually there was actual idea around it. So, um, right. It, yeah. Now, now we're it here. It has substance. Yeah, substance. Substance. Yeah, it has to some it. substance. More than just, more more than yeah. I know how to do that. Let me let me do. You know. Mhm. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Tay. Um, I know you were speaking earlier about you know having you know being mentally um, in in a space mentally to be able to um, balance a full-time job and to balance, um, you know, building a business. Um, how do you right. balance motherhood with building your business? Because I see you on, on uh, Facebook. We follow each other on Facebook, and I see, you know, um, you with your children, all, you know, finding things to keep your kids occupied while you're trying to do your business. How do you balance yeah. um, business and motherhood? Oh, it's 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 like a daily, a daily. I wouldn't even call it a struggle. It's a daily task to to balance motherhood and business. So for one, um, I have to identify the the my most productive times out of the day. So these are the days where these are this is the time of the day where I know my kids are not going to be awake at all. So I'm actually up every morning at 4:30 a.m. to get my my day started before the kids wake up. So I have a pretty good head start before they get up, and we make breakfast. Um, we might go to the park, come home. They they sit down, they do their activities, and now I'm back in work mode. So it's like I have to jump in and out of it. It is difficult, but I wouldn't even call it, like, impossible. It's just a, a, every day I have to get up and organize my day around whatever's going on with my kids. Hey, y'all. Hate to cut into the episode like this, but our esteemed guest, Tay Watts, wanted to add a few more gems to her response to the question about doing business and being a mom. Here they are. 
So when it comes to running the day-to-day with my kids, it can be quite the task. Um, I wake up hours before anyone in my house is up so, so that I can start working on my top three in the business for the day. Um, this is usually around 4.30 to 5.30 a.m. that I get up. Um, for me, the morning is the perfect time for me to start production, ship orders, and just have quiet time to myself. Um, this is also the time I run errands, so it could be going to the grocery store at 6 a.m. or getting in a little bit of gym time. By the time they wake up around 8 a.m., I should have a few things completed already. Um, some days go very smooth and other days can be a little chaotic. Um, on the days that go smooth, I'm on top of the schedule. So this means being obsessed with planning and overall having great time management. Maybe the night before having a busy day, I have all of our clothes picked out. Their bag is packed with snacks for us to, you know, while we're on the go, um, I have their tablets charged so that if I need them to focus on something else other than, you know, being right up under me, they sit there and they play their learning games. Um, I try to factor in at least a couple hours of playing at the park so that they can run off some energy. But when the weather doesn't permit us to be outside, we have indoor activities like painting, Play-Doh and Legos. So uh, being organized and having some sort of routine has been extremely helpful but it's also extremely frustrating as well. There's, you know, there's days where I need to be able to get around without my kids and I don't have childcare. So some things do get put off. Uh, their dad is very helpful when it comes to supporting me in that way. So I will give him a heads up, you know, about what's on my plate and he has the option to work from home. Um, and then there's times where I have a family member come over and watch them while I break away for a few hours. Um, maybe I need to drive out of town for a bit or just take a really important phone call without them, you know, screaming in the background. So for the most part, my days are really planned around them. Um, it's not easy at all, but it's all about finding what works for you. Basically, my life is ran with a planner, to-do list, alarms for reminders, and some sort of support system. Um, I can't survive without it. Yeah, most definitely, because my kids are, like, grown now. I've got, like, a 22-year-old, 19-year-old, 16-year-old, so they're they're pretty much self-sufficient at this point, so I really don't yeah. have to, you know, worry about it worry about it but I'm like you know if I if they were a lot younger I'm like Lord how, how would I be how can I do it's this hard. but you know just watching it you hard. <laughs> you know I know that it, it's hard but just even watching you I know that there's you know I know that it is possible you know to to do you, you know you can balance you know you can find the balance to um to do the both and um mm-hmm. also you know when you were talking and um you mentioned about um you you know being a creative, which a lot of times people don't realize that, you know, when, when you are creative, that you, you're pretty much, you, what do you, what do they say? Like a jack of all trades, but a, a master at none. Like you, we're, we're multifaceted. Yeah. Creatives are multifaceted. Right. So there's more to you than what people see. So it's, you know, listening to all the things that you've done, you're more than just a candle maker. Like you, you, you do photography, you know, all these things that you, you know, that you know how to do. And um, creatives um, often derive inspiration from other creatives, but there is a fine line between inspiration 
and imitation. How do you deal with the copycat? Uh, okay, so there's a way that I deal with the copycats behind the scenes, and then <laughs> there's a way that <laughs> okay, I deal with the, the copycats, <laughs> you know, in front of everybody. So um, I try to reach out before I blast people. I don't want to seem like I am taking someone by the neck and, you know, trying to embarrass them because a lot of people, um, they don't know that they are crossing a line. They don't know that. All they see is sometimes all people see is an opportunity and they're like, okay, let me go with it. So I do have some compassion. I try to reach out first and I say, hey, you know, I basically say, hey, you're in my lane. Just think of it that way. I'm, I'm honking the horn. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're in my way right now. I give them an opportunity to, to fix it. And then we go from there. So okay. The record for, for the copycat thing happened, it, there was like a, it happened three times in the span of eight months. And the first time it happened to me, I remember I was, this is when I was working full-time at the mental health clinic. I was on my lunch break, dropping off packages, and I get on, I'm scrolling, and someone's tagging me in something. I'm telling you, the person didn't even try to change anything up. They, they, they took the same jar, they took the same type of label, they took the names, which maybe one, mm-hmm. you know, one of the, the words, they were, they, they had, uh, you go on their Instagram, like everything's laid out kind of like how I had my stuff laid out. On, I used to I used to take pictures of my candles on a fur rug, which is like everybody's taking pictures of stuff on fur rugs, but even their logo was like my logo, but a different name. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. They, they showed up an ad. The ad was like the same type of ad, and I'm like, okay, this girl's tripping. I reach out and I say, you know, you basically this is a this is a trade dress issue, you know, that we have and the person mm-hmm. basically said, I don't know what you're talking about. I make candles um to empower women and I'm like, Well ma'am, how can you how can you feel, you know, how can you feel the look of someone's, you know, hard work and, and say that I'm I did this on my own and I do it because I want to help women. No, you just pulled that off of my about me page and you you flipped it to make it work, you know, in your favor. And that's, that's just not, it's not cool. You know, the most recent one happened mm-hmm. just last month. So if I'm, if I'm, oh, if I'm counting right, it's happened about five or six times in three years. And so, um, <clears throat> it has gotten to a point where, I don't even, I think the first time it happened, I, I, I probably cried because I was like, oh, my God, this person's doing it. Stop him. <laughs> but now it's like, <laughs> now it's like, um, all right, you're messing with the right one. And, you know, I'll I'll do what I need to do throughout my day, and then I'm going to come find you. And then I might tell my friends what you're doing. And then my friends, they so bossed up, they, they come after you. <laughs> <laughs> look, yeah. got a whole and, high you know the they chase you okay, off the look, I'm, on a, I'm on the team too. I'm on, I'm Team Tay. Ooh. I'm Team Tay. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm Team Tay too. We are. I'm a little pit bull. Where we at, sis? We... Who I need to fail? <laughs> look, but and and then and then 
that just that just goes to show you how important really it is to build a tribe around your brand because I didn't even have to take it to my customers. I didn't have to take it to my customers. Mm-hmm. I, I just said, I told my friends, I said, look, look at this right here. <laughs> I'm like, this person didn't even try. I'm packing orders. I'm packing my holiday orders. I'm like, can y'all come look at this? And so we all, you know, we're looking at it, and I didn't even tell anybody to go say anything. They just flew right over there like a wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> flew over there like a wildfire, and, you know, handled Why? some things, and you know. Yeah. Yes. So mm-hmm. last that time, I, last time I checked, you know, she 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 changed the look, and she put um. She's putting some godly quotes on them now. Mm, praise them. Okay. You better so, go to God. Get up out of here. <laughs> so, but you know what? It's going to happen again. And behind yeah. the scenes, I, I have I have other other business friends that are coming to me, and it's happening and happening to them too. They want advice, and you know, I I I, I help them figure out ways to handle it. You know, you can. Puff out your chest and, and act like you got some some power behind you, or are you going are you gonna you know cower down and act like uh, the bully on the schoolyard just just took your money and you don't have you don't have anybody to help you. You pick pick mm-hmm. if you're gonna be the victim or not. Mhm. Mhm. That's it. That makes sense. So say, let me ask you this. Um, I love your catchphrase, candle names, gray sweatpants, specifically, but bad and bougie, and I just made my man cry. How do you come up with these names? It it can be random, but a lot of them are, like, inspired by, you know, things that are popular. So right now what's popular is, is entrepreneurship. Um, So my, like, pretty mm-hmm. hustle repeat candle. That's the one I like the most when I'm when I'm in work mode or like boss lady. I'm 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 lighting that when I'm when I'm in work mode. But bad and bougie specifically, I I'm not I'm not really in tuned with like music and stuff all the time. But I remember when that bad and bougie, when I first heard bad and bougie, and I knew that bougie also means like candle in French. And I'm and I'm <clears> listening <throat> to the song and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna name a candle bad and bougie, like, and I was so excited by that. So it can be inspired by like music or uh, someone's lifestyle, like kind of a homebody. That that one's um, one of the newest mm-hmm. scents that I that I came out with, and it's kind of like me, like I like being home a lot. I like being home. I like I like to do nothing. Um, I like I like quiet time. I like coffee, and so. It's just, it's just lifestyles. It's 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 things that that people find funny, like boy repellent. Um, I have one called allergic to bullshit, and that one gets that 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 one is like meant to provoke laughter as well. So mm-hmm. for me, it just kind of depends on what what what's going on, what's popular at that time, or um, how I'm feeling. I like to go with moods and. I I take that and I create a scent around it, and we go from there. So tell us about um, how your collaborations with HBO, Facebook, American Cancer Society. How how did these come up? Um, were you out there 
you was out there hustling these. I know you wasn't hustling these candles on the street, and I'm sure American <laughs> Cancer Society wasn't looking for bad and bougie. So, who connected? How no. did these dots connect for you? <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I I don't know how half the people find me. I just don't know. Um, one of one of my things is that I don't chase after anybody. I'm not chasing you. Now, I I didn't get into the the I didn't get into business to be chasing folks down and and um I didn't even want to be popular. I didn't even want to be known, you know. So the one of the first um so one of the first opportunities I got was Facebook. Um I got invited down to to speak on a speak with um some other some other business women in LA. We we basically sat in a room with um with Cheryl, you know, and we talked about how we used Facebook to grow our businesses. And so since I've since I've been in business, I I'm actually heading back to Facebook next week for for a pop up. So oh. um, just that okay. just that one thing that you know opened doors for like multiple opportunities for me to to be over there and and and, and basically work the room. Um, so that next week will probably probably be my fourth time going back but hmm. um i would when and when you talk about like who connected me where who connected me to what what comes to mind is um my ex on the cold feature because i don't think anyone understands how that one started and that one was just like definitely put me on the map last year and helped Mm-hmm. Help my business grow in a major way. Um, randomly, one of my customers um, put me in an article. My ex, one of the one of one of the ex on the cold articles for uh, five candle businesses that um, need to look out for this year. Black black women owned candle businesses that you should support. Something like that. So they put my candle in that write up and. Um, it took off basically. People were like, oh my God, I get my hand on this candle, blah, blah, blah. They reached out another month later and they said, Hey, we're having um we're having an event called Listic Listic and Pajamas in um Atlanta and we wanna know if you wanna, you know, participate. So my candles ended up being in their gift bags at this at this event. And I don't know who's in that room. Mind you, I, I don't know. I'm just like mm-hmm. I, I, I love that platform. I, I it, it fits with my mission of helping women stay lit. Let's do it. I'm at an event, and um, I'm at an event in LA, and this woman walks up to me. She's looking at me all weird, and she was like, "Hey, I, I, I we just had the candles at uh, lipstick and pajamas." I was like, "Yeah, I'm not knowing this is this is her uh, this is Nicole's friend." And she's like, Oh my mm-hmm. god, we're having uh we're having an event in um Atlanta. It's called uh it it's called Elevator Crawl. Do you do you wanna participate? Mm-hmm. I was like, Yeah, of course I do it. So I found myself in Atlanta at the at the Exxon Nicole Elevator Crawl, um, bending. I have my candles there in Atlanta mm-hmm. bending. Um and then they wrote an article on me and that's when things just kinda took a turn for me. They wrote it. They wrote the article about how I turned my unplanned pregnancy into, you know, a um, 
a candle business. And that article went viral like a couple times. And so when you talk about relationships, it's like I had, I took care of a customer. That customer put me in an article. That article turned into like several opportunities. So I don't even like, I don't even network. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. even network. My thing is, let me take care of my mm-hmm. customers. And anything that's meant for me is going to come my way. Uh. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. And at the elevator crawl is where we finally got to meet in person. We met in person. And that's where I met you in person. <laughs> you were so beautiful. Yes. So beautiful. And you too. You too. That, was, that was like the highlight of, of my 2019 was vending out of state. Um, and and it was just it was just a ple- a pleasure to meet so many women that I that I've been talking with online and just to put put a face to the name. So. When I saw you, mm-hmm. I, I knew who you were. Yeah. Uh, most definitely. Um, I have a, I have another question here for you. Um, there's a term in business that's called white space. And for those who don't know what white space is, it's pretty much um, a an untapped area in what some might deem a, um, un, you know, unchartered or oversaturated market. Um, you find your mm-hmm. niche or somewhere you be the answer to a, a problem that has not been solved. So um, when it comes to Posh Candle Co., what makes you different from other candle companies and what white space has your brand covered? What white space has Posh Candle Co. covered? I took something so simple as lighting a candle and made it fun. Like, I think that's the part where people kind of skip over. Um, And that's, you know, when I was in Target and that light bulb went off, like, why are y'all so serious? Why does Mm -hmm. everything say the same Mm -hmm. thing on it? So my thing is that I don't have to look and sound like you. I infuse my own personality into Posh Candle Co., and I can still win. Mm Mm-hmm. So my white space is, yep. is taking something and being my authentic self and watching it grow. Yes. So that leads. That and I think more people should do that. They they oh, will probably yes, get more true. like joy from what they do if they just like loosen up a bit. Authenticity speaks. Mhm. Authenticity definitely speaks. Um, I know I told um, you know when I talked to Ash about and and again this is me leading into this question um, when it comes to a customer avatar. Um, that, you know, I tell anybody that comes to me for, you know, a, a mentee or a, for, as a mentor in business or whatnot, and, you know, the first step or, you know, no, you have to identify who your customer base is, and that's creating um, right. an avatar um, for your business. Um, when it comes to your uh, candle business or Posh Candle Company, um, describe your ideal customer avatar or the ideal customer that would purchase your candles. So so when I created um, my ideal customer, I really had myself in mind. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, this is a person who, who likes, this person likes self-care, but they don't like being so serious, and they, they like to have fun, and they this is a person who, loves to give gifts, and as much as they like giving gifts, they like to receive gifts, and the company that they're ordering from, they want to feel special. They want to feel like they mm-hmm. know the owner, 
or they want to feel like they're taken care of. And so a lot of, a, a lot of in the background when I'm creating, I think about how can I make this special for Tay? What will make her feel like this is something she would want to give to her mom or what will make her feel like this is something that she can give to her friend for like a birthday or um, mm-hmm. and basically me thinking of this now, the other day um, I had a, I had a customer come up to me and he's like, I was vending. He said, I just saw one of your, uh, your candles at the dinner table last night. And I said, Oh, really? You know, like tell me more. He says the woman whipped out this candle to give to her friend and, Everyone fell out, and, and they're like, oh, my God, where would you get this candle from? And they're looking me up at the table, and I, and I told them, I stopped, and I said, that's why I do what I do because of that reaction. Mm-hmm. I, wanted, I wanted people to, to feel proud to give someone a candle. I wanted to look different than anything they'll find in the store. And so when I think about my customer, I want her to find something that's unique. She likes things that's unique. She likes she likes sharing that, and so I think a lot about myself and just what it, what is what it is that I'm naturally you know I always think about what is it that I'm naturally like feeling like doing or naturally drawn to. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go to Walmart and pick up a candle and go put that in a gift bag and give to anybody. I'm gonna go find something that's a little bit more special. It's just something mm-hmm. more special about it. The the girl who's who's, who's purchasing my candles. They like they like quality, they like special, they like unique, they like for something as small as a candle to add value to somebody's life. Something so small as a candle to add value to somebody's life. Wow. So that's my avatar. I can see her in my head. Probably in my mirror. Because <laughs> that's not like me. Oh, yeah, that's me. I like I like mm-hmm. I like that surprise element when I'm giving someone yeah. a gift. I like to see that they're enjoying it, you know? So I I think of that nice. those moments. Yeah. That's beautiful. That that makes and even just your explanation creates a sense of um buy in, like more so than if I had never seen a candle before, if I had never seen any of the the catchy names or any anything like that, like if who doesn't want to feel special? Like my goodness, right. <laughs> you and to know that you are creating the candle specifically so that you know as a gift that person feels special with that. Like essentially, you're creating it with that person in mind. You may not know them, but. You're creating it with them in mind. So, kudos, kudos. Yes. Once again, <laughs> say gang, 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 gang. Man. Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, say, everyone has their idea of what the pinnacle of success looks like. If you could have your products displayed at any retailer, which would give you that feeling of, Mama, I made it? This is gonna sound weird, but because I don't even want that for myself right now, I don't even want that. <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm just having, I'm having so much fun just being like doing this. I don't, I don't feel like I even need a needed to be in Target, you know. But since Target is one of my favorite stores, let's let's just go with Target and say if if I saw, because I, I know my stuff can get on Target. 
if I was yes. on Target, then that would be like, I feel like that would be like the highlight of like everything just kind of came full circle. I came up with, you know, yes. my business idea, standing right. in the, the candle aisle, and now I'm on the shelf, you know? So mm, mm-hmm. to me, if that were to happen, wow. Uh, the, the same the same space I was sitting in looking looking at people's stuff like not interested. Now my stuff is sitting there and, and people are 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 choosing between wanting to buy my candle versus another person's candle. Like that would to me just even thinking about that now, like wow. I feel like that would be the the, the height of my success. Okay. It's not even a goal right now, but just thinking about that just kind of gave me chills. Like, oh, girl. <laughs> yeah. Look, right. I felt that. I ain't gonna lie, I felt that. Yeah. So look, what time mm-hmm. is it right now? Um, to look Eastern time, whatever <laughs> California time. Um, what's today? What's today's date? February fifth, twenty twenty. Okay, February fifth. Look, look, we. I'm about to put this time step on this thing because I'm about to watch this right. manifest. Okay. <laughs> I, okay, it's out there, and I'm a Target girl too, and it's it's one across the street from my house, Patty. So trust and believe. Look, here's the thing: when I'm, you when you messing around with big retailers, you really need to have your stuff together. I've seen I've seen companies. Yeah. I've heard of companies going out of business messing around with Target. So. I know right now where I'm at, I'm not even ready to approach Target. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that I'm not. But, if, but just know if, what's if, coming. If we're thinking as, as far as like what, what would make me mm-hmm. feel like I'm on top, that would be. Because that's where I came up with the idea. Yeah. I'm not going to fight it if it come my way, though. We're going to figure it out. <laughs> okay. okay. That part. We're going to figure it out. I won't fight it. <laughs> okay. Um. What challenges have you faced as a solopreneur? Oh, there's so many, you know. Um, like, of course, like wearing all of the hats, you know, that's that's always going to be a challenge, you know, but it's not impossible to, to overcome that, you know, because you can either choose to do it yourself or, or hire out the work. Um, of course, you know, doing it all while being a mom, you know, having my kids with me while I work is challenging, but also have that option to, you know, call over a family member um, or their dad will work from home like, like he's doing now so that I can take care of this. Um, when I think about the most, most difficult, it was grief. Grief. Um, just simply because how it affected my personal business and just the motivation to get up in the morning and do it. Um I know we all go through things behind the scenes, you know, in our business, but grief was hitting me the worst last year. Um, it was it was February last year when um, I started working on this crazy order for incense. And I started production, and that first day of production, I, I, you know, I started crying because I remembered how much my dad loved incense. But we had this horrible relationship, so I was feeling like, damn, I just want another chance for you to see the woman I'm becoming because I know we would have a better relationship. And this went on for like three months until I finished that order. But there were days where I didn't want to work at all. Um, But I would push through because, you know, there's work to do. Sometimes you just got to toughen up and and go through with it. So um, running this business is all, it's just a constant reminder of him and, 
yeah, I do have moments where grief just kind of comes out of the clear, just comes out of nowhere, and I'm like, I'm stuck. <laughs> and um, uh, for me, that's that's just been the most difficult. That has been the difficult, most difficult thing. When I remembered how much my dad loved to burn candles and loved burning incense, and it just hit me, and I'm just like, oh my god, my dad, like you would love me right now. <laughs> We had the worst relationship, mm. but I was like, you will probably, we will probably, probably be closer if you knew, like, the woman I was becoming right now. If you know I was over here mm. dipping incense and you, you burning incense all the time, I'm over here dipping 50,000 incense in a day and just, you know, you have no clue. So that, for me, that was, that that's been the most challenging thing was, was just, just going going through the motions of grief while trying to run a business. Just trying to life is hard already. Just trying to get through life, you know. Mm-hmm. You know I gotta stop mm-hmm. and address, you know, address that. And so that and then it could be frustrating too because it it'll 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 come out of nowhere. I'm like, you know, look, I ain't got time for this today. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I don't have time for this today. I got work to do, and so I'll, I'll catch myself mm-hmm. kind of going down that. That, that hole, and I pull myself out, like, all right, girl, get out the house, go do what you need to do before you get behind. Um, that's been a challenge, grief. Hmm. Yeah, it's funny that you should, you know, that you should mention that because I'm kind of going through a situation now where um, my dad's health is declining very rapidly, and I'm acting as I'm sorry caretaker to hear that. for him. And it's, yeah. it's it's fine. I'm pushing through, though. I'm pushing through. Um, but, I'm you know, I'm, yeah. I've been acting as a caretaker for him for about a year now. And, you know, it's, it's wow. getting to the point where he can't really do much for himself at this time. So I'm trying to do that, you yeah. know, balance that and, you know, trying to run a full-time business at the same time. So I definitely, um, you know, I can empathize there with, you know, getting – you know, it's days where I'm crying because I'm like, you know, my my dad doesn't even know who I am today. You know, that kind of thing. Oh, and um girl. you know, it's like just dealing dealing with that and, you know, trying to run a business and I'm like, you know, same thing, like, you know, my dad doesn't even really know. Like, I mean, he knew, you know, because people would, you know, um see me from on social media and then mention it to him and he'll be like, you know, they they'll be like, Oh, that's your daughter that does the dimples and diamonds thing and you know, we we see such you know, we've seen such and such right. and such and such. But right now it's like he, he had this stroke in October and it hit uh a, an area in his brain that has affected his um his uh cognitive ability and memory um severely. So like I said, some days he doesn't even know who I am. And so wow. yeah, it's it's rough. But you know, we just have it to you know, put that <laughs> put them big girl panties on and keep it pushing. And so, um, yeah. speaking of fathers, um, I have a question here, um, that it'll roll right into as a little girl, did you imagine that you'd be where you are today? No, I think about that a lot too. I'm like when I was a little girl, I was always telling people that I would be a lawyer. Um, and, of course, I didn't. I didn't pursue that at all. Um, and that, you know, you you with us speaking about my dad and you know the grief. I always like watched him. I watched him hustle. 
Now, I, I would consider myself like a first-generation entrepreneur, um, but my dad, he was always, like, doing things for money. They weren't always, like, legal. <laughs> so I would mm-hmm. say I'm a, like the first-generation entrepreneur that's, like, doing it legally. Like, I can't go to jail okay. for this stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. So when I I think about, you know, me as a little girl, I wasn't, like, raised to have, like, an entrepreneurial, like, mindset. So, yeah, I am, like, blown away um, by, like, the, 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 the journey, you know. I've had, I've had so many, like, different paths that I could have taken. And I do laugh, too, because I'm like, well, I could have skipped the whole grad school situation if I was just going to be, you know, if if I was just gonna be running my own running my own show, I could have just skipped all of that because you know that school is difficult. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like we yes, could have skipped is. we could have skipped all of that and just sped right up to you know entrepreneurship. But you know, I wasn't raised that way to to think to think like that. I have to find that for myself. So, um, there there is uh you know an appreciation for you know, what what it's what it's taken for me to get to this point. So I'm I'm definitely not that little girl that was that was telling people she would she would be a lawyer. Okay, Pay. Um last question. What's next for Posh Candle Company? What's next? Um <clears throat> this one I have a hard time answering a lot of times because uh like I said before, I don't I don't believe in forcing things. I like for things to come to me like naturally because, you know, it's meant for me. Um this year I'm working on on collaborations with other small women owned um businesses and really with just the goal in mind that, you know, as I climb we can we can climb together. So um and whatever comes out of that comes out of it. But I do see mm-hmm. Posh Candle Co. as a as a million dollar candle business. Whatever it takes to get there, it's gonna happen. But I'm not, like I said before, I'm not chasing anybody. I'm not chasing you down. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing none of that. However, it's gonna come to me. It's gonna come. And I'm just gonna trust That's that. It. Um, I'm just gonna trust it. That's it. That's it. And look, I'm about to speak that thing over my business too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Million dollar business. Don't have millions. Yes. <laughs> millions. Yes. We are manifesting this thing and these things in uh in the year 2020. You know, you have what you say. You know, you, the words that you speak go for yourself. Um, we just have to be so mindful of that, and you know, and so exactly. you know they have power, and so you utilize them for you know sometimes we utilize them for the, a, a lot of times. We utilize them for the negative, but we got to start speaking the the positive. So yes, I'm speaking at millionaire right. status. Millionaire status. Exactly. I was recently so talking yes, with tech. a friend, and um, okay. we were talking about um, we were talking about how you know many times you do have to be like your own cheerleader, you know, and that's it. How how there's like a whole world that's just ready to like chew you up and spit you out. And there's, there's a lot of people you're going to come across that they don't think, 
they don't think that much of you and they don't think too highly of what you're doing and they don't believe in you at all. And so um, you got to, you got to have that for yourself. If you don't think highly of yourself, like you don't, you the baddest thing walking in that room. Like you got to, you got to, you got to do it for yourself sometimes. You do. Me personally, I like, I like being underestimated. I like that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, let me show you. And it ain't even really about showing you. It's like, let me show myself because I ain't what you, That's it. whatever you thinking I am, I'm not that. It ain't even about proving you wrong. I'm like, all right, this person said I couldn't do it. Let me do it. Yeah. You got to think it. highly of yourself. That's it's all going to come. Just trust it. Okay. We definitely, definitely thank you. And look, we're, we are definitely rooting for you as well. Um, we thank, thank you for uh, joining us for the uh, for the part one finale of the Boss Up series, and um, tell the people where they can connect with you. Awesome. Okay, so um, you can connect with me on Facebook, um, Instagram, and Twitter at Posh Candle Co. Or you can find me online at www.poshcandleco.com. Um, or email me, even if it's just to say hey, or you know, you listen to me and you like what I have to say. You can email me at hello at poshcandleco.com. Awesome, awesome. And before we let you go, again, I just want to let you know that we are rooting for you. Definitely, I am Team Tay. I just want to let you know that, um, you know, we see you. We love what you. you're doing. Keep us lit. Look, I'm, I'm, whatever you putting out there, look, just made a man cry is my favorite candle, y'all. I love it. I love that one. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> just made a man yes. cry. Let me find out. Yes, just made a man cry, girl. It smells so good. Don't don't let that name throw you off now. But it it smells so oh, good. No. Just made a man cry. I'm about to go order look, one. <laughs> Yes, order and I'm look. I was just about to say I'm about to order that gray sweatpants because it's I, I I've seen it online. It look people done copied that one. I just want to know what it smell like because it's got people out here in a uh-huh. frenzy. So I just need to you know that's that's my like next a, one right smell there. Smell like cologne. Smell like a man. Ooh. Oh, smell like yeah, somebody so came in there with some gray sweatpants on. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up. Yes, Valentine's Day is coming, y'all, so hit it. But, yes, so um, that concludes this episode of the Boss Up Series. You guys, um, be sure to subscribe to the Jewelry Box Podcast to hear um, more of the goodies because, like I said, I think we're going to run this one back again. We're going to run it back, y'all, one more time. And um, you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Anywhere you get your podcast fixed, we there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, and that, like I said, again, concludes this episode. And as always, keep doing what y'all do best, and that's what stay, stay lit. It's falling down, it really what it seems.